0: Hello, my name is Gail Durr, and today I will be reading from Matthew 7, 13 through 29 in the New Living Translation. This section will now conclude the Sermon on the Mount that began in Matthew 5. It's almost as if Jesus is now wrapping up the sermon with an application time. So here we begin, Matthew 7, 13. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only a few ever find it. Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? a good tree produces good fruit and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floods rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash." When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, for he taught with real authority, quite unlike their teachers of religious law. So now we have arrived at the final section of the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus brings his sermon to the end with a call for the people who are listening to him to make a decision on what kind of life they want Jesus now gives some illustrations that essentially make the same point, which is the only way to have the abundant and eternal life in Christ is to focus on Jesus and do the will of our Father in heaven. So he now begins with an illustration where he talks about the image of two gates leading to two roads, one's narrow and one's wide. Jesus clearly says that the narrow way following his ways is challenging, but he also adds that it leads to eternal life. It is a gate that requires denying self, mourning over your sins, loving your enemies, not being angry with your brother, turning the other cheek and laying up your treasures in heaven, not on this earth. That doesn't sound very easy to me. But that's some of the things that he talked about in the Sermon on the Mount. And that is the narrow way. The other way is the wide, natural way, which is easy. It goes something like this. Well, what about me? If it feels good, do it. I was first in line. You cut me off. I deserve better. And on and on. It's the easier way in life. When Dave and I visit some national parks, we might decide to take a hike. Quite often, you can take a difficult or easier path. I usually opt for whatever is easier. Of course, Dave is not the person to do that with. He opts for whatever is difficult. However, the final destination might make a big difference in which path we take. So, for example, the easy path might give us a look at the falls from afar. However, the difficult path might actually bring us right to the falls, and we are right there in the middle of it. So we have a decision to make for that day, and so it was for them, and so it is for us. When it comes to be a follower of Christ, what decision are we going to make? Do we desire to follow the world the easy way, putting ourselves first, Or do we desire to follow Jesus where we will receive eternal life and experience his peace, joy, love, and contentment in this kingdom now? That's not always an easy decision since the world is calling out to us all of the time to do what the world thinks is best. So what does Jesus want to give us a heads up on as we continue? Well, he wants them to know hey, this is not the easy way, and here are some things you have to watch out for. Beware of false prophets, because they will lead you down the wrong path. He warns that they will try to pass themselves off as believers, or he says, you know that they might not be true followers of me just by looking at what they're teaching or what their actions are, and also take a look at what kind of fruit they are bearing. You will come to know their hearts and if they are pointing you to Jesus or not. Then he goes on and he says, Also, not everybody who says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, there are those who really don't have a relationship with Jesus, but they look like they are believers, and they might be steering you down the wrong path. I would like to take a look at four words And the four words that are said in that scripture is, I never knew you. So that just reminded me, what is my connection with Jesus? Will he say, I know you because you know me and we spend time together? We have a relationship. Or do I think my relationship to Jesus is based on things like, what I'm doing. Like, am I helping with this? Am I helping with that? And I do this and I do that. And it isn't really a relationship, which is what he wants. So he said, make sure you know that you have that connection and that I know you and you know me. And again, it goes back to what is in our heart. The final illustration he gives here is all about The illustration of building your home on a strong foundation. The home's foundation is the anchor that holds the house together through the storms. He says, Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Again, I'm going to repeat that. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. Again, it is choosing to do what Jesus says versus the foolish man who did not obey. Jesus is letting them know that there are two ways to live, either as a disciple or not. Being his disciple will mean developing an ongoing daily relationship with him. Those who follow him will be strong, safe, and secure. And when the winds come, like it says, when the wind comes, you will be able to withstand it. It doesn't mean when those trials come, it will be easy. However, if you are a follower of Christ, you will be able to get through it with his help. He will walk through it with you. You won't be going through it alone. So as Jesus is pointing them and us to be in relationship with him, we might ask, well, what does that look like? Well, the fundamental building block of a follower of Christ is to live closely with him in our everyday lives. If we can learn how to spend an ordinary day with our minds set on Jesus and his kingdom, we will have learned one of the most important spiritual exercises. So maybe for you and for me, it's doing these devotionals every day to get my focus on Jesus for the day. Or maybe it's listening to other podcasts or reading your Bible or taking time to pray or pausing during the day. And we've gone through some spiritual disciplines this past summer and fall just to know what some of those things are that can bring us in a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Sometimes it's just being quiet. Sometimes it's listening to music that points us to Jesus. Really, it is about whatever really works for you. There isn't a great prescription for each person. I think it's important that we don't fall into the legalism to try to do something every day that's just perfect. Hopefully, as you're journeying to abide in Christ, you will naturally notice that your mind is more and more set on Him every day and that you will start experiencing more and more that relationship with Him, which He loves and longs for and desires and waits for us. So today, what do you think God is saying to you? What path do you believe you are on right now? Do you feel like you're on the narrow path or on the wide path? What is your foundation like? Do you feel like it's strong and you have that relationship with Jesus? Is it built on the rock? What choice will you make today? Let us pray. Dear God, thank you that you desire a relationship with me. Thank you that you are always waiting for me to be present with you. Thank you that you are for me, with me, and in me. May your Holy Spirit reveal to me and us today what is one way that I can grow closer to you and to know you more. In Jesus' name, amen.